0: Hi everyone, this is Jason, taking a brief break from the Gottman Four Horsemen today to talk about something that keeps coming up for my clients and the the tools that I have that I've seen work to help my clients. So today we're talking about conversation types and consent as far as conversations go. So first of all, a conversation has requirements and there are modes for the conversation. I'm gonna stick to two people right now, but this applies to conversations when there's more than one person also. So every conversation requires a speaker. The speaker is obviously the one who is saying stuff, and it also requires a listener. The listener, like it sounds like, I know this sounds simple, their main job is to listen and make sure that the speaker knows that they understand. From both parties, this requires respect. A speaker who is speaking to a listener disrespectfully is not going to have the listener for very long. And a listener who is, even if they're listening to the speaker, but they're giving body language or verbal cues that they don't respect the speaker, the conversation is not going to last very long or be productive. The listener has to have curiosity. Curiosity means that you're, you are listening and you can ask questions. And those questions will lead you to greater understanding. This also proves to the speaker that you're actually listening. The speaker has to have vulnerability. I know vulnerability for a lot of people is a bad word, but what I mean by vulnerability is they have to be willing to say the thing that they're thinking or there's no chance of them communicating their idea. We'll talk about this more another day. We'll have a whole day on vulnerability. So the bottom line is there has to be mutual respect between the speaker and the listener. And that respect has to be felt internally. And it has to be expressed physically with however you communicate, with the language you communicate with, whether it is vocal, -vocal, non-vocal, body language, etc. There are three types of conversations, which I alluded to before. The three types are storytelling. Storytelling and exchange and advice or seeking consultation. What is storytelling? Storytelling I'll start with because it is the most common. Of course, there's always a speaker and listener, as I said, and the person who is telling the story really isn't interested in ideas from the listener. The listener's job is to make sure that they understand the storyteller's story. This is most common. When your friend or partner calls you and says, I got to give you the tea on work today, or, I, or they tell you, I had the worst day today, lead with assuming that they were about to tell you a story and not that they need you to fix whatever was bad with their day. And exchange. Exchange is the second most common. Um, there's near equal roles sometimes, sometimes not. The roles shift back and forth the speaker becomes the listener at some point. This is when we're talking about an idea. No one is telling you their story about um, something bad that happened to them or something good that happened to them. They're just talking about something as a concept. So there's a difference between, I had the best dinner today and I had the worst dinner today versus, oh my gosh, I love pasta. My favorite pasta is this. That's an invitation in general for the other person to go, oh, I also love that kind of pasta, or that's not my favorite. I hope you get my point. Try to keep these brief. A consultation. This is the least common form of conversation. The speaker is seeking wisdom from the listener. The speaker is literally going to tell their story, and then after that, they want Advice they want to be told what to do about the problem. The listener's job at first is to seek context, and then the roles change. Once the listener understands what the speaker has said, what the, what the storyteller has said, um, they flip and become the speaker where they're going to tell the other person what their thoughts are on the topic at hand. This always requires consent. Um, Except for the rare case of an intervention, and I'm not going to get into interventions today. So what happens is the person who is seeking a consultation should always give consent. If you think someone is coming to you for a consultation, you are making yourself the expert in the exchange and you need to say to them, do you want my advice? Do you want me to give you some solutions? Are you looking for me to tell you what to do? These are things that you need to say to them to make sure that you have their consent. So in short, when you when you have these exchanges, I, I want you to think about this, assume that the storytelling, uh, assume it's storytelling, if you did not initiate the conversation. So if a person comes to you and starts telling you something, assume that it's storytelling, and that means you're gonna have a lot of, uh-huh, Oh wow, that's amazing. That's terrible. Wait, can you explain how that? I just want to understand. You can ask questions that get you deeper knowledge, but it's not your chance to make it about you. You need to set boundaries and clarify. You need to be aware of your own state and your ability before starting a conversation. So if somebody starts telling you a story that triggers your memories or brings back trauma memories from your past or um you can't handle they're telling you too much you need to as the listener say to them hey hey i can't i can't handle this right now or i don't have time or i'm not the person to talk to about this because of my own personal experiences it's just too much for me when we talk about triggers and arousal um these are things that are very personal people have had their own experiences and you would be surprised at the story that you're telling that may bring someone to a place that they don't want to be, which means even the listener has to consent to listen to your stories. No one has the right to have people as listeners. So consent needs to happen on both sides. The speaker has to consent to getting advice and the listener has to consent to being the listener. So when you're listening, do not criticize the person or what they have done. Um, if you're going to shut down, and it, the story is overwhelming, you need to let them know that. Don't make character statements in an uh, exchange like, "Oh, well, you know, it's because you're lazy and you don't you don't really try your hardest at work." Um, try if you're in an exchange in an actual exchange with someone, and you're talking about an idea. These are things that are important to not make attacks to not use always and never when you talk about the other person, if you feel yourself getting defensive, it might be time to take a break from the conversation. We do talk about this more with the, um, the Godman four horsemen, just to bring it back to that. But these are really important ideas that can help you in your relationships. Assume that it's storytelling. If someone comes to you for advice, understand that they're respecting you as an expert. And if it's an exchange, give the other person a chance to talk. I hope you found this helpful. Take care.